What's up, everybody? It's your boy Antoine TV2, the host of Organized Mess, and I'm back with a brand new episode for y'all today. Hope everybody's having a great day out there. Hope everybody's enjoying their week. Have a great weekend and just enjoying life in general. And you know how each episode goes. It's a banger every single week for y'all. And I don't even need to talk anymore. You already know how this goes. Grab your snacks, grab your drinks, grab something somewhere comfortable, somewhere to sit. Grab your partner, if you will, <laughs> and let's get right into today's episode. First one to talk about on the list. This past on Monday Night Raw, Triple H made a the greatest announcement we probably heard in a goddamn minute. And he has unveiled a brand new title for the WWE Universe. And the people that's watching at home, for the people that's watching at the arena, the new WWE World Heavyweight Championship! That's right. A brand new WWE World Heavyweight Championship title belt is on the line, and it's going. And whoever wins that tournament is going to be crowned new world, well, new WWE World Heavyweight Championship in Saudi Arabia, May twenty seventh. And I am excited. I am happy that we finally have a brand new world title, world title in WWE. And I can't, we can't thank Triple H enough for this amazing moment, for this amazing opportunity for our favorite wrestlers that we haven't seen in a minute win some gold, finally go up there and become a new world heavyweight champion. And I'm so excited because there's so much people on the list that deserves to be world champion. And on top of that, bringing back a legacy, like one of the best titles in WWE, the World Heavyweight Champion, the aka the Big Gold, aka Big Goldie. That title has so much memories attached to it. A lot of them are good, some of them are bad, but it made that title worth carrying, worth remembering, worth holding, worth everything. Even the people, even buying a replica is just as good as holding a real thing in real life. And there's so much history behind it. The great ones have hold it like Edge, Triple H, Batista, Randy Orton, John Cena, and not so good ones like Jack Swagger and Alberto Del Rio, you feel me? And so like so much people, even Daniel Bryan, Sheamus, you say, you know, Ric Flair, the 16-time world champion. John Cena up there with him, same 16-time world champion. You got Brock Lesnar holding that title. Daniel Bryan, the underdog, held that title. Like, people that you probably never even thought of. Mark Henry held that title. Undertaker held that title. Kane held that title. Big Show held that title. There's so much people that have held that title. It's fucking ridiculous. And I am so happy to say that welcome back into bringing the new or a, basically a legacy of a title but revamp it into making something new something fresh and something that the WWE will obviously cherish in a in a long ass time because this is one of the moments that WWE will cherish for a good long ass time like 
I mean, that that title has been around since the late 1980s, man. And then it got, you know, it was out of commission in 2014. Ten years, almost ten years later, bringing it back and revamping it into something brand new. And a new title that I feel like a lot of people in this generation should now hold. In my mind, there's so much people that I feel like this should, you know... That should win the style. Like in my mind, Xavier Woods, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, AJ Styles, LA Knight, just to name a few. Shoot, maybe some people from NXT, Carmelo Hayes, Braun Baker is a huge one. Shoot, Tommaso Ciampa, um, on the main roster, Johnny Gargano, Bobby Lashley, like Austin Theory. Like, there's so much people that deserves to hold the big gold to, you know, to represent what WWE means for them. And just bringing that title back was just a, one of the better things to do for the company. It was what I was like, and I congratulate, obviously, you know, I obviously congratulate Triple H for doing what he has to do. I really do. And bringing back a, a prestigious title that we all Love the miss, and I'm and I'm glad that Triple H literally listened to the fans. We said, "Yo, we needed Big Goldie back in the WWE for a long time," and he finally listened to us. He finally said, "Bro, you, you know, you you want Big Goldie? Okay, I give you Big Goldie." Reinvent the title and slap the entire big huge ass W on it, you know, um, to to make something you know new in a way, and. Basically, we all we knew that that title was gonna come back. We just didn't know when this title was gonna come back. You feel me? And it's and I'm I'm so glad. And I, and I know that him bringing back this title was the best decision for the company because he already knew one with Roman holding both titles, both the Universal title. And the WWE Championship, you know, he's a part-timer, like he said on Monday Night Raw. And him going back and forth with both titles is not going to make WWE better. It's going to make WWE worse, which is a good thing that he pointed out that he's not here to talk about Roman Reigns, which is, I'm so good and so glad he didn't say, like, he was going to talk about Roman Reigns at that point in time. So I feel like since they're bringing in, since they brought in the new World Heavyweight title, um, I feel like what they're going to do with Roman is... They're gonna. They have at this point. They have. To, they have to, or they need to combine the universal title and the WWE title to make it one title. It, it just needs to happen at this point. Like get rid of the universal title because at in an interview he said a long time ago Triple H hates that universal championship. It was ugly to begin with. He he doesn't know why Vince went with the universal title. It was ugly with the red strap. It you know it. Grew on us a bit when it came became the blue strap, but it was just not a great title in my opinion. And obviously, I feel like the WWE Championship will always be the more pristine title over the Universal title. Even though the Universal title is basically like the top title over the WWE title, but over the years, obviously, the WWE Championship, you know, nothing compared, nothing can compare to WWE Championship, not even the Universal Championship, you feel me? So I'm glad that, Triple H brought, you know, brought that to our, you know, eyes. And, you know, I am really, really happy to to see that title, 
you know, back in WWE, back to where it belongs, and you know, making making you know Raw or the whole WWE, you know, company at least better than what it was. And obviously, Triple H wanted to bring back this title for a long ass time. I feel like he just didn't know how to bring it back. He just he just knew that he needed to bring it back, and this was the perfect time to bring the title back. Um, I know there is a uh, there is a post, there is a um, article from RingsideNews.com talking about bringing back the World Heavyweight Championship. And it says that Triple H showed up on WWE Raw this week and had a blockbuster announcement. A new title belt is coming because Roman is a seemingly unbeatable part-time champion. Whoever doesn't get Roman in the upcoming WWE draft will get his new World Heavyweight Championship title belt. On Saturday, May 27th at Night of Champions, WWE will crown a new World Heavyweight Champion. When Triple H revealed a new title and it looked amazing, it drew a very positive reaction from the from the uh, Chicago crowd as well. Ringside News asked around about the new WWE World Heavyweight title and how long it has been and how long it's been in the works. We were told that the new world title has been in Triple H's agenda for a long time, which we're glad to see that it was in Triple H's agenda for a long time because he knew and he was right with the fans that that universal title has got to go. Like, we hated that title for a long ass time. And now, even though it's literally slowly hopping its way out the, you know, at the WWE, you know, and obviously, when you know when um when Roman is probably done with his however a thousand plus day long reign, I know that title is gonna go along with him. So it just it just gives us a matter of time till we you know see maybe like a couple months till that title's like gone again. But I just know that that title is not sticking around after Roman is you know not you know, undisputed WWE Universal Champion no more. Um, and then after that says, Triple H planned this new world title belt far before WrestleMania. The plan was to always ha uh, was always for Roman to walk out of SoFi Statement as the und undisputed WWE Universal Champion. We have been hearing uh, rumblings for months now that a new belt is on its way from WWE. At first, the rumor was that the new black undisputed tag team titles were coming. But it seemed that WWE never pulled the trigger on that idea. We were getting a new World Heavyweight Championship, and that championship will be crowned at Saudi Arabia. At this time, we do not know how WWE will crown a new World Heavyweight Champion or who will be in that match. We could see a tournament start up soon enough, but the WWE draft will have a lot to do with which brand superstars get to battle for the gold. So, like I said, in my mind, if you want, you know... If you want people to be in this, you know, tournament, and I highly feel like like people that should be in this tournament um, should either be should be Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, AJ Styles, Xavier Woods, L.A. Knight, Karrion Cross, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, and I feel like the last one should be either Edge. Or maybe you can put in, if I have to bring in something, Montez Ford. Because these these people that I just named off deserves 
either another title shot or their first title or their first heavyweight title shot, something along that lines. Because one each and every year they have proved that they belong in the WWE. Some people have been in the WWE for a long ass time and deserves another uh, heavyweight title shot or a world title shot, a title shot that haven't they haven't gotten a long ass time. And it's about time for WWE to pull that trigger on some some of these people that I just named off right now. And literally just thinking about it, the one person, the one person in my mind that needs this title more than anybody else on this list is Finn Balor. And I'm going to tell you why. Despite me loving Seth Rollins because he needs another title shot, despite me loving Montez Ford because he deserves something like this, I'm going to tell you the reason why Finn Balor needs this title shot or needs to be world heavyweight champion more than anybody on this list. One, Seth Rollins has already done it. He's be, he, He's been world heavyweight champion. He has been universal champion. He has been IC champion. He has been U.S. champion. He has been tag team champion. He has been Mr. Money in the Bank. He has won. He has been... Uh, he has won the Royal Rumble before. This man has done it all. Will I like to see Roman? Sorry, would I like to see Seth become world champion one more time? Yes, 100%. But my boy Finn? Finn needs this more than anybody else on the roster at the moment. Leader of Judgment Day, for the first Universal Champion and former Universal Champion, former and former NXT champion, and former United States champion. This dude, and former IC champion, by the way, this dude needs this World Heavyweight Championship win. And I mean, he needs to be World Heavyweight Champion. Ever since he did that tournament at SummerSlam and became first Universal Champion and then had to relinquish it the next time because he became seriously injured because of what Seth Rollins did to him, and after that, he never had a world championship shot again, trying to, you know, become, you know, world heavyweight champion or just world champion in general. I mean, he had some title shots with Roman, you know, and you know how that went. That that was just terrible. You know, he lost to Roman twice, once SmackDown and in Extreme Rules. And... Once he, once he had that injury with his arm, that dude was never the same again. He was never the same again, and I am I feel so sorry for Finn, man. Being the leader of Judgment Day, I really feel like it's about time that the Judgment Day needs a world champion. And honestly, it's Finn. Finn needs that title more than anything. And as much as I love Finn... And as much as I love the Judgment Day, like they need to start pulling the plug, not not pulling the plug, but pulling the trigger on on Finn. The dude can win his matches. This dude is great at promos, great in the ring, great on the mic. Can actually help his teammates win, help his faction win, and actually succeed at what he's doing. But you guys, who like Vince. Since he's back in, you know, at top dog and Triple H, I know you can make this happen. I know 
you can make Finn Balor win this match. Have Finn Balor go all the way. And I mean extremely all the way with this. I feel like the final two for the, you know, to win the belt in a way, to, to face off for the belt at Saudi Arabia is Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. Because why? Because one, have Seth Rollins and Finn Balor, you know how much of a redemption and a rematch this would be? Like, even though I would definitely want Seth Rollins to win and get his redemption on not being the first Universal Champion, I, you know, as much as I love that to happen, I feel like Finn Balor needs to get his leg back. He needs to get this back in blood and actually be have, and have, sorry, and have, I can't even talk. And be a fighting champion that he was also always supposed to be. There we go. Um, he needs to get his lick back. He needs to get it back in blood, and he needs to do it as soon as possible. Because I've, I've seen the way Finn Balor was staring at that World Heavyweight Championship belt. I've seen the way he was looking at that belt. He was like, he was literally thinking of that time. I feel like in my mind, he was thinking of that time that he became Universal Champion and then he lost it all because that one injury that made him a setback and he never had a, a world title shot again. And this time, when he wins, he's not going to be injured. He's going to have a great first, uh, first time as a new world heavyweight champion. And it's going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. And as much as I love to see Seth win it, because he always needed, you know, another title shot in my in my opinion. Because Seth Seth is always going to be a likable character, whether you like this man or not. His look, promos, fire, ring work, fire, matches, fire. Everything about this dude is hella good. He can put on some great matches, some great matches, some excellent matches for some opponents that he knows he hates with a passion. And on in the ring and in real life with the cameras not showing. Obviously, but if you think about it, take a look at what happened at WrestleMania 39. This dude despised the fuck out of Logan Paul. Hates the hell out of Logan Paul. But what happened? Gave this match, gave this man, or gave us a great match. A great-ass match at WrestleMania 39 with Logan Paul. A great match. Putting this man, like... Like having him trick uh, Logan and putting his friend Cassie through a table, and then giving this man a stomp and teaching Logan Paul a lesson, bro. There's nothing. There's nothing more better than that. And do I need a name off, bro? He like look. He betrayed it. Look, do I need to literally talk about this? Betrayed in the Shield, parted with Triple H. Became Mr. Money in the Bank. Had did the heist of a lifetime. Robbing Roman Reigns of his first WWE uh, heavyweight championship opportunity. Becoming IC champion. Becoming US champion. Becoming tag team champion. Becoming universal champion twice. This man had a great career between 2015 and 2019. His whole, actually no, 2012 to 2019. Because this man was just winning titles nonstop. 
2012 to 2019, this dude has been winning titles nonstop. Nonstop. Tag team titles. United States titles. IC titles. Then when he had his great solo run from 2015 to 2019. Universal title runs. IC title runs. Tag team title runs. USA title runs. This man has done it all. And to see to see Seth Rollins just win it one more time. One more time. It will be a blessing. Just like Finn Balor. To see Finn Balor win something that he should have had and should have kept for a minute. But Vince said, nah, we ain't gonna push this dude no more. Because of that one injury. That one injury that one injury injury uh that one injury that set him back. For a long ass time. That one injury. That Finn Balor. Basically. Overcame. And they, they, they said nah we don't need you. We don't need you. Because they gave him that push. After that push. That's it. Didn't become world champion. Until he, be, until he was on NXT. They waited. So long. To have to him for 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 him to become world champion again, they waited so long. They pushed him to become NXT champion, not WWE champion, not to take try to get back the Universal Title once he was healed. NXT champion, and there's nothing wrong to become an NXT champion. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing. But you could have. Build this man back up after his injury. Have him go after maybe a little bit of, of, of the IC, a little bit the USA, maybe a little tag team title, and then build him, build his momentum back to where he's supposed to be. And win back the Universal Championship at a SummerSlam, maybe at a uni- WrestleMania, maybe at a Survivor Series. Maybe you have money in the bank. But the disappointment that you brought to Finn, to Finn Balor's face says it all. This man could have a wonderful title run. Wonderful title run as a Universal Championship. As a Universal Champion, I should say. But nah, did my boy dirty as hell. So now... Now with this new World Heavyweight Championship, someone like the tournament coming very soon, someone going to be crowned new Universal Champion. I'm going to say it like this one more time. Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins, a redemption match from SummerSlam all those years ago, and have... Finn, have Finn win the title, get his redemption back, and then bam, you have two members on the Judgment Day with two world titles. One, Rhea being the SmackDown Women's Champion. Another one with my boy, with my boy Finn becoming the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion, and all you need is Damian 
and Dominic to become either Raw or or SmackDown tag team champions, and bam, watch that team skyrocket. You're gonna have factions like LWO versus versus the Judgment Day. You're gonna have Bloodline versus the Judgment Day. Shoot, you're gonna have so much people. You're gonna have so much factions, man. Versus just shoot. When Chase U comes up, Chase U versus the Judgment Day. Bro, I can just see it right now. But yo, when it comes to Crown Jewel, when it comes to Crown Jewel right now, give my boy Finn the title. He needs this title more than anybody on this list, man. More than anybody on the roster, he needs this title. You you better do your job, Triple H. Give my boy this title. He needs this title. Give Finn Balor what he deserves. So honestly, if that wasn't not enough crazy news about the World Heavyweight Championship being, you know, brought onto Raw now, the cra- even some crazier news is CM Punk was at Raw, the back, well, backstage of Raw, kind of like the parking lot of where uh, where Monday Night Raw is to hype up his uh, AEW return, which was weird to, you know, obviously he's in hometown Chicago, and obviously Raw was in Chicago that night, so he just came just to be like, what's up, y'all? I'm, I'm back. I'm here. And it was weird to me that um, he came he came to Raw, which was completely weird, weird to me. And obviously... Um, the security saw him. Vince probably saw him too, and he's like, "Bro, we don't want you here, bro. Leave. Get the, get the fuck out of here. We don't want you here." And it, it was weird because to see CM Punk at WWE in his hometown, Chicago, was a little bit suspicious. Very suspicious. Because um, because yes, even though WWE was in Chicago for that week. Um, obviously you don't know who might show up and CM Punk, you know, was in the building of where Raw was held before he was asked to leave, which was, in, which was crazy. So they said that CM Punk was asked to leave WWE Raw this week, but he was backstage for a while. Punk reportedly got to see several members of the roster and also talked to Triple H. They said that. WWE's head of security was actually the one who asked CM Punk to leave the All-State Center this week. It was also noted that Punk left without any incident at all, which is good. Because I'm guessing he was just saying hi, saying what's up to some people that he probably hasn't seen in a long-ass time. So, you know, it was a good thing to see. And on top of that, with, you know, they saying that several talents has told CM Punk was asked to leave by Jim Kelly, WWE's head of uh, security, and Keith uh, Bergerdorf, but that haven't been committed uh, confirmed yet. It was also noted that Vince McMahon was rumored to have sent the orders remotely. Mr. McMahon was not at Raw this week, but he was still able to make several changes to the show. It was unknown exactly why CM Punk was asked to leave backstage at WWE Raw. It, the fact that he was still under contract with AEW could have currently played into it. Either way, it was apparent. It was apparent that he had a good enough time while he was visiting, but he still had a short stay, which was crazy to me for him to be at, you know, at to be at Monday Night Raw, which is, you know, crazy to me. I mean, yes, he was probably hyping up. He'd be like, hey, what's up? Look, I'm at Raw somewhere I thought I wasn't going to be again, but look where I'm at. I'm here. So... 
which was, you know, which was weird. Anyway, I I, I want to know because obviously CM Punk is hated by all. He, he's he's like loved and hated by all. It's like a flip flop between the two. So, you know, it it was weird. But um, they also said that um, they said that. There were several AW talent in disbelief, in disbelief when they heard he was backstage as Rock. They're like, bruh. They're like, you, yo, CM Punk hates the fuck out of out of you know WWE. So why the hell would he show up there? That that that, that doesn't sound like CM Punk. Even though this man was on WWE for a good amount of years and did all his shit that he has to eat, this man hates. He doesn't want to be there, but he was there for some time until he was like. Yeah, you kick his ass out. We don't want to really want him here no more. So, fuck you. Fuck you, CM Punk. They said that uh, numerous wrestlers in WWE believed that the move was pub- uh, was basically a stunt for the, the return of, uh, for him to return to AEW soon. There are several, they said there are several AEW talent in disbelief when they heard that he was backstage at Raw. WWE talent was shocked that he got backstage, even though he got history with the company. But we'll see what happens when CM Punk returns to AEW. They said that he could return to the company for any of their upcoming Saturday show. Only time will tell uh, how that return will go. But his presence backstage before WWE Raw this week didn't seem to be a winner. CM Punk might have a good time catching up, but he eventually was asked to leave. It was also reported that he left without an instant after he was asked to get ta- um, asked to be like, yo, bro, just leave. Skedaddle. We don't want you here. So there's there's a lot of speculations on maybe him asking for some directions because his car broke down. Him, you know, him just you know being there just to say what's up because they're you know they're in Chicago, they're in they're in uh, WWE's in his city. So he's like, bro, I gotta see, I gotta see what's up, and um, I don't I don't blame him. And they said that um. It was also reported that CM Punk was asked to leave and, you know, that CM Punk and The Miz were also able to bury the hatchet. So around, so in that time, in that little time frame of him being on, um, you know, him being in backstage at WWE, he probably was like, yo, hey, Miz, my bad. I apologize for what I did to you all those years ago. And I hope we can be friends. I hope we can, you know... Be cool with each other and, you know, just chill and vibe and be like that. And he'd probably be like, yeah, yeah, we can't, you know. Obviously, we bury the hatchet, so I'm cool with that and everything. They said that um, Miz and CM Punk do have quite a history with each other. And it seems like those issues are watered up under a bridge at this point. It's good to hear that they were able to bury the hatchet. We'll see where CM Punk pops up next. The general thought backstage is that, he have, might have shown up to Raw this week, just hyping up his AEW come up. So a lot of people is just saying that, yo, he was just there to just be like, yo, I'm in a brand that don't want me, but I'm going to hype this up so I so my return can be very, very crazy, like a very crazy-ass return, which I don't blame him. They said, um, they also said that, um, they said that he received a warm reception from, um, who he spoke to backstage, but that doesn't mean his presence really made an impact. After all, this was very busy night for him to pop up on an unannounced visit. 
CM Punk could very well show up on AEW television again very soon with the company's Saturday uh, show starting up in a matter of weeks. This general thought is that CM Punk will be name will be a big name on that program. Only time will tell what CM Punk does next, but obviously he won't try this stunt for a very long time. Which you know, and plus a lot of people say, "Bruh, no one cared about CM Punk being there." So I don't blame him. I really don't blame him. No one likes CM Punk. If I literally have to go on a list on people who like CM Punk and are still cool with CM Punk, it is not that much people left on that roster. And I mean not that much people left. There's only a handful of people that still like CM Punk. I know Seth hates the hell out of him. Mitch was able to bury the hatchet with him, so that's cool. Um, I'm guessing, obviously, Triple H hate him. Vince hates him. That's obviously normal. Um, I know there's probably some other people that despise the fuck out this man, don't want his ass back, which, you know, it's understandable, bro. But me personally, he's like, why are you here? You feel me? Like, why did you why did you show up when you know you were hated in the first place? Like, it don't make sense. Like, stay your ass, stay your ass away. You were, you know, no one likes you coming back for a reason. And just, you know, stay your ass in toxic ass AEW where you belong. Because Honestly, AEW don't even know what to do with his ass at the moment. So him coming to WWE unannounced was a bad move on his part. But I understand he probably wanted to say what's up with some people that he probably haven't seen in a long time, which is understandable. Like, you know, CM Punk kicked out at WWE 2014. That was crazy. Him getting kicked out of, um, you know, being hated by fans, all fans. On top, well, I won't say all fans, more like half the fans, like half WWE superstars, half, you know, it's half AEW superstars that love them, half WWE superstars that love them, half super, WWE superstars that hate them, half AEW superstars that hate them. So it's like a flip flop between the two. He's like 50 50 on both brands at this point. But him having beef with the elite, with um, the Young Bucks is. Just not making any better for him, like none whatsoever. And honestly, we just gotta see what happens with his return when it comes to uh you know his return in June. Cause his he got maybe like a little more a little more than like what a month? Like a little under two months before he returns to uh to WWE. Sorry, not not the WWE to AEW. So like I said, anything can happen. Cause it's a simple we're talking about, you know. You know the crybaby himself, but we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens when he uh, when he returns in uh AEW in at, um in June. So the next one to talk about, and the one that I have in my mind, like and like, why would you pair Seth Rollins with Omos? And some people say, yo, there might they probably need to punish him for what he done in the past, but honestly. Seth Rollins being paired with Omos is not really a punishment from what, you know, from what it says. So it says that at WWE's Backlash event is going down on May 6th in Puerto Rico. And fans are starting to see that the card came, to, uh, had that the card come together. One match really seemed to surprise fans because it was booked without any build at all. Seth Rollins and Omos booked out, a, um, out of the blue to face each other in a singles match. 
The announcement confused fans because Rollins and Omos has never had nothing to do with each other on television yet. Uh, Ringside News asked around about Seth Rollins and Omos, uh, Omos's match at Backlash. We asked a member of the creative team about the logic behind the encounter and received another question on who said there was a logic behind this. We also asked if there if that match could be a punishment of some kind. After all, rumors persist that Seth Rollins walked out during during the Raw after WrestleMania. They were told that there is no heat on Seth Rollins at all. In fact, far, far away from being punished. Not even remotely close. During this wrestle, uh, during this wrestle with Freddie podcast, Freddie uh, Prince Jr. At, added even more fuel to the fire. He said that Seth Rollins was so upset about Vince changing the plan that he dropped his microphone and walked out of the Raw after WrestleMania. They played a commercial during his intro, and we could not. I'm sorry, and we could we could kind of hear him having a freak out of some production people. Uh, freak out on some production people. He was going, "Why is there a commercial?" You really couldn't hear what he was saying. You could just tell he was mad. He said, what the hell is going on? I saw that coming out of his mouth, Prince said. I think he was more pissed than pissed at them. I think he was pissed when he couldn't when he went backstage at whoever did that. But if it was him, I would have just, just stayed angry. And I thought the way he dealt, it, dealt with it was so hardcore and awesome. Instead of cutting a promo, he just threw the mic out of the ring and walked out. And walked out of the freaking show. So, I'm guessing in a way they said they're punishing. They said they're like punishing like Seth Rollins. But at the same time, you said you're not, but you technically are. Because he basically walked out of the Raw book at, after WrestleMania. And you remember what happened when you walked out of a premium live show. Nothing bad happens to you. Nothing Good actually happens to you. If you remember what happened to Shasha and and Naomi, yeah, that that wasn't good. When they both walked out on a live recording of Raw and said, "Bro, you don't respect me. I'm taking like fuck these titles and fuck you, Vince." Same shit happened, and you remember how you remember how they were punished. They haven't been back to WWE since that incident. Mar- and then Sasha Banks reinvented herself as Mercedes Monet, went to New Japan Pro Wrestling, became IWGP Women's Champion, and stayed on and stayed on New Japan Pro Wrestling, and is talking about moving permanently to Japan. So, and then. Naomi changed her name to Trinity Star, which sounds like a porn name, by the way. And we haven't seen her wrestle in some time. So I have no idea what they're going to do with Seth. Really, I like with the whole Omos versus him at Backlash, anything bad could happen at this moment. Anything bad at this current moment because, like, you say that he's not getting punished, but the dude literally walked out right when the commercial, you know, came off, came off the TVs of people's TVs, and he was like, "Man, fuck this," and just threw the mic and then left. Cause I'm like, "Bruh, why would you?" Was he was about to probably cut a great, amazing promo, but there's literally clips of him. 
being angry as hell, stomping around the ring, telling production people, why the hell would you cut a promo, sorry, would you cut a commercial on a promo that I'm about to give? Why would you do that? Why? Why? Why would you do that? What in your right mind told you, yo, yo, like, we're about to go to, let's, let, you know, he's about to cut a commercial, like, cut a promo, so let's just cut the commercial so he can do his promo. Not a very smart move at all. Like, not a very smart move at all, WWE. You could have maybe have him cut his promo, then after that went to commercial break. But you basically cut a commercial a little bit right when he's about to do his promo? Says something, bro. Says something. That means you... At that point, you really cared a little bit to nothing about Raw after WrestleMania. When we know Raw after WrestleMania is basically dog water shit. It, it, it's just garbage. It's never good when it's the Raw after WrestleMania. Because basically, the people in the back treat it like it's a, rest, like a regular Raw after like a premium show. So, and on top of that, the entire Raw after WrestleMania was garbage anyway. So, I don't, I don't blame them for, you know... For, for what Seth did, I don't blame him for that because if I'm about to give a great promo from the heart and you cut my promo, bef- sorry, and you cut to commercial right before I'm about to say my promo, bruh, I'm walking out too. I'm 100% walking out on y'all and I'm not turning back. I won't do like a Naomi and uh, Mercedes Monet type, you know, walk out, but I'm going to walk out. And you ain't going to hear me for the rest of the week till probably next week, Monday night on Raw. So, y'all thinking it's okay? Y'all thinking it's cool to be like, yeah, I'm just going to cut the promo. Like, not cut the promo, but I'm just going to cut the commercial just because. But I understand you probably have, like, some commercials you probably want to get on before the end of the night. I understand. But if someone's giving a great promo... Don't don't cut don't cut the commercial right when he's about to say it. Like that makes you look bad. That not only makes you and the bad look bad, but that makes your production crew look terrible. Like looks unprofessional, and looking unprofessional is the goddamn worst. Like it's way worse than you think. It's like just like you could be unprofessional at a job, and if they're like, bro, you doing this too much? You doing something stupid? Just like how a job works, the same way how the WWE works. You fucked up, bro. You gonna get the shit end of the stick. You gonna get the mad side of me. Not the nice side of me. The mad side of me. So, I don't know in their mind what they were thinking about cutting that, you know, cutting a commercial right at his promo. Me, personally, I ain't that stupid. I'm just not. Never will, never would be. Like, this is why you don't have Vince running shit. It it just doesn't it just doesn't work. And in my mind, like us fans, we just don't know what we want. We really don't. Like people say, yo, Seth is being booked poorly. He's not being book booked poorly or anything. Backlash is a pay-per-view just after the draft, which resets the stories on Raw after Backlash. The pay-per-view is just a glorified house show in other in another country. That's all it is. It's not another, it's not anything different from Saudi Arabia shows, which gets hosted maybe two to three times a year. And then on top of that, which are actually story-based, and the rest of the card is just fillers. 
this is this is basically what just a regular filler match. The main focus on Backlash is Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes and the end of the story and the end of the bloodline storyline with Sami Zayn and the Usos and Kevin Owens along brings with along with Solo and Riddle being in the mix as well too. So like it's weird it's weird how they're doing this with him but I feel like there's like a lot of a lot of stuff because at the moment Seth Rollins got nothing. He really got nothing. I mean, he can at the moment he can maybe face for the heavyweight championship at the moment because they just announced it about a world a new world heavyweight title, so he can probably compete in that tournament and be occupied for a minute. But besides all these other matches, they're all fillers. I know you know a, a little maybe you have a little bit of storyline between Bianca and. You know, damage control, how they're trying to take down Bianca. So either Dakota Kai or Oeo Sky has to step up and, you know, try to take Bianca Belair, try to take the towel from her. I know SmackDown, the SmackDown Women's Championship is a filler match because, you know, obviously Zelina Vega just caused it, has a little bit of beef, has a little bit of beef with uh, Rhea Ripley. And I know that, you know, Getting Bad Bunny in the mix of all the whole LWO incident, and now that's also going to be a filler match: Damian versus Bad Bunny, because Bad Bunny and Damian were partners at WrestleMania 37. You know, to to face on Morrison and the Miz, so that's gonna. I feel like that's going to be a crazy match, even though it's going to be a filler match. But it's gonna, I know it's going to be a crazy, uh, entertaining match for everybody to watch and see, but. Real talk, honestly, and I mean 100% honestly, man, like, what I feel like, should, should I feel like it is a punishment? Yes, for what he did, but at the same time, you need to know these are filler matches. They are filler matches. Some stuff that we probably don't want to see, just like you have with WrestleMania cards. Some, most of those matches on the card was for, for something. One of those two matches on the WrestleMania card was for nothing. So, you know, we just we will just see what happens with the storyline. Or if there's not really a storyline, but with whatever the storyline is called between Omos and Seth. And we'll just see what happens later on coming up to Backlash pay-per-view in Puerto Rico. All right, so I know there's a lot of speculation on how WWE is booking a lot of stuff recently and the one thing on everybody's mind besides the draft and besides what's going to happen in the next couple weeks or the months i should say but everybody's thinking what's going to happen with the brand split again are they going to do like brands like are they going to do like brand split with different championships or are they going to you know just keep everything together just have just flip-flop like it did before like we don't know but it, there is articles that WWE is considering to do brand split pay-per-views again. And it says that WWE is going through a lot of changes, both television and in the boardroom. The company's merger with Endeavor will leave Triple H in, in control as chief content officer. And that could come with a big change to the company's pay-per-view lineup as well. WWE used to hold brand split pay-per-views sometimes twice a month. 
the only com uh, combined brand events would be the big poor the big four pay per views. When WWE's current landscape, that might work again. Uh, WRKD Wrestling reports that WWE is considering split brand pay per view events once again with the new World Heavyweight Championship ushering in that change. One format discussed that the announcement of the draft and the introduction of the new World Heavyweight Championship on Raw is the idea of potential brand exclusive premium live monthly events. WWE used to WWE used to quite well with was used to be quite well <laughs> with the split brand pay-per-views and those rosters are benefited by having more members on the special on the special events. That practice went away, but you never know if Triple H could bring it back. We will have to see a we will have to see how the WWE or the 2023 WWE draft pans out. After all, a lot of things could change the WWE's landscape at this point. WWE also has the power to do practically anything they want to do as well because it's still their programming. So it's, you know, the, it, it can happen. I feel like it can happen, but especially with them, think, since the... World Heavyweight Championship is now a thing again. Yes, they can have more, like, you know, they can have, uh, obviously, United States Championship, and then they have the World Heavyweight Championship, and then after that, the, um, you know, the Undisputed WWE Universal Championship, and then the Intercontinental Championship. But the only thing left they got to worry about is the is the tag team titles because they're not split yet. They're still on one. They're still the both titles are still on one person or on like one tag team, which is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. So who in the hell knows what the hell they're gonna do with that option? Because at the moment they're plan they're they are still planning or they are planning to do split brand pay per views since the dub since the announcement of the new World Heavyweight Championship. And it says that the WWE is preparing for another draft, which will get started on April 28th episode of SmackDown and finish up on May 1st episode of Monday Night Raw. Draft time always brings out new rumors and stories about WWE going back to old pay-per-view models are building up steam. WWE is going to be hard brand split this time around for the WWE draft. Several outlets are reporting that WWE is considering going back to split brand pay-per-views once again. With a hard brand split in the pipeline, that seems like a logical next step. While they are discussing this, nothing is planned right now. We are told that the idea has been discussed, but not a great idea, or not, but not in great detail. A member of the WWE creative team assured that the decision on the matter is not even close right now. It has a lot of changes when they are considering the future of the television of their television shows. Brand split pay-per-views did, did work for a bit of time, but they arguably have the firepower of their rosters to pull them off again. That doesn't mean they're going to jump headfirst into the idea right now. So it says that uh, Vince McMahon has no say in when the 2023 draft is at this time. Then again, it's still his company, so Mr. McMahon could always swoop in whenever he wants to switch and switch things up. We also There's also reports that the 2023 draft has no bearing on Vince McMahon's return to the company. And also, USA Network wants Roman Reigns far more than they want the new World Heavyweight Ch Championship title belt on the show, which is dumb. It's funny how USA 
wants Roman Reigns on Raw instead of the World Heavyweight Championship. But USA, this is what you wanted, though. You wanted... It's funny how you wanted a full-time wrestler, but now that you're not happy that is a belt that's basically, you know, that came into the picture, and we can finally have a full-time, long-time wrestler on the brand defending the belt, like literally holding the belt, making the belt look more prestigious, and actually do good. You're mad because Roman Reigns is not part of that decision. Bruh, if Roman Reigns takes that belt, bruh, that's three belts held hostage right there, and it wouldn't make sense for both brands. Bruh, he already held hostage the Universal title for SmackDown, which that's the main title that he's rolling with, besides that having the WWE Championship on him as well, too, holding that hostage, which he could have dropped it at WrestleMania 39, but he didn't because Triple H said, nah, we're just going to make him keep it so he can, you know be the best undisputed champion that we have in a long time, which is working, by the way. But at the same time, it's like, bruh, you're holding two titles hostage. Uh, Like, you can keep the Universal title, just drop the WWE title so someone else can have it or have Cody have it, which he should have, you know, had it since day one. But whoop-de-doo, look where we're at now. So at the very moment, Fuck you fucked up with that one, WWE. Two, um, USA, stop complaining for stuff that you're probably not gonna get because Roman Reigns is a part timer. What's the key word in there? Part timer, not full. Part part time wrestler with two major titles. Make it make sense because. You complaining that you want Roman on Raw instead of a heavyweight title? Like, if you want, we can we can go back to that Red Strap Universal title if you want to. And we all know how that Red Universal title was ugly as hell. That was an ugly-looking title. And I hated that title with a passion. Everybody hated that title with a passion. So... Having that on on the brand just to be like, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put this title back to red and see how this no, no, that shit was ugly as hell. That's why it's slowly getting retired for a reason. That's why he brought back the heavyweight title for a reason. Cause Triple H already discussed you don't want that universal title back. That shit is garbage. That shit is dog water boo-boo. We don't want that shit back. So that's why he's that's why. Triple H said, wherever Roman gets drafted to, he's taking both titles with him, and he's not giving it back till he drops the title. That's why he made a whole new WWE title for a reason, USA, for a whole reason. If you hate the idea of him, or you hate the idea of him just making a new title for people that want to see a full-time wrestler on the roster, then that's a Okay, that's a that's a you decision. If you're blaming him, if you're blaming Triple H for for those type of plans, bro, then I can't help you. Simple. I I can't help you in any way possible. Like, bro, this we understand Roman makes a lot of money. He makes like what? Close to maybe 3 million if not 3 million if not more than 3 million dollars a year just for holding all them titles 
just for holding all them titles. And you think that him not being on Raw is hurting the company. Him not defending the WWE Championship is kind of hurting the company. That's why they made a whole new title for a reason. That's why Triple H is like, bro, I got to do something better. I got to bring something like fresh to the WWE. So what do you do? Make a whole new title so he can have brand split shows. He brings in a whole new title so he can have brand split shows. And you're mad, USA, because he brought in a new title for a reason to probably help the WWE instead of hurting it. And you're mad because your boy Roman Reigns is not on Raw no more. Once he gets drafted to SmackDown, that is SmackDown's title too. Not just Raw. That is no like once you look, USA has to remember this, that's not Raw's title no more. Once he gets once he's still drafted to SmackDown, which he's staying on SmackDown for the Universal title, that title, that WWE Championship, is staying on SmackDown. It's staying on SmackDown and probably going to get converted into one title when, like, whenever, you know, he's probably, after the whole draft has happened, they're probably going to introduce a whole new title, combine the Universal and the WWE title, and then it could still be Roman Reigns' title and just keep doing his, you know, thousand-day reign and just have, like, a brand-new title on Raw so you can crown a whole new heavyweight champion and bam. Because Cody is already chasing after Roman with that Universal and WWE title. So, like, once... I feel like once Roman, in a way, drops that, you know, or loses and drops the title, that... Like, it's going to probably get turned into the WWE title or else, or it's either that or they're going to drop the Universal title, retire the Universal title, and then just keep the WWE title as the main title and then just completely retire the Universal title for good and have it be gone and be placed in the Hall, you know, in the Hall of Fame titles. That's it. But... Bro, I'm 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 digging this. I don't I'm like I'm I'm curious to see what will happen with the brand split pay-per-views again because you know ever since he got that WWE title, man, it's for, it's been a year since we just seen just you know both the WWE, you know, Universal and cha- and regular championship and the tag team champions championship titles as one title belt. So at the moment, there's nothing that USA can do about it. This is WWE's decision, not USA's decision. USA, you can get mad at not, you can get mad at all you want at Triple H for bringing out a new title, but this is what best. But this is what this is what best for business. If you hate it, oh well, then you know you know the WWE can find another you know you know station and air you know WWE live television on. If you hate them for that, then oh goddamn well, that's a you problem, not a their problem. Just telling the truth. And last thing I want to talk about, though, when you gonna give my boy Xavier Woods, you know, actual championship title, like a, you know, like an actual singles run title, because this man has been a tag team division for years, and I mean years. 
And in everybody's mind, should Xavier Woods become either IC or US champion? 100% yes, bruh. This is long overdue. This has been long overdue. This man should have had either an IC or a United States championship run a long time ago. I mean, he will be world champion, that, like, you know, sooner or later, just like his boy Big E and, you know, Kofi Kingston does. Like, obviously, because right now he is a, a he is a 13, he's a former uh, tag team, cha- NXT tag team champion. He is a 13-time uh, WWE tag team champion. And that's with, and that's the new day with him and his titles. Um... He is also a King of the Ring winner, and ever since then they don't they don't give my boy enough credit. Like Xavier Woods is putting in work, bruh. Xavier Woods puts in that work, bro. And honestly, Xavier Woods needs to have <clears throat> either a single title run as one of the mid card title title run or a world championship title run because he deserves it. Like. He should. They should have a storyline. He's like, bruh, my boy Big E and Kofi had a like WWE title run. Why can't I have a WWE title run? Cause Big E earned that shit. Like Big Big E literally climbed to the top of the ladder and won the money Money in the Bank briefcase and cashed in on Big E to win the WWE championship. Kofi was in a gauntlet match to get a WWE championship spot. On top of that, Vince McMahon put. Big E and Xavier Woods in a tag team gauntlet match for Kofi to be in in you know in WrestleMania. I think it was WrestleMania 30. I think it was WrestleMania 34 or 35. I think it was WrestleMania. It was yeah, it was WrestleMania 35 actually. So he was he was in WrestleMania 35 and bam. Hat was in was going against Daniel Bryan, beat Daniel Bryan to become the new WWE champion. Like, Big E and Kofi has tremendous, extraordinary stories. What about what about Xavier, bruh? Xavier's long overdue for a solo run, bruh. Long overdue. You need to give my boy either the IC title or the USA title. I know, I know, obviously, he did have a... IC tag team. I'm not sorry. He had an IC title opportunity against Gunther. Obviously, Gunther's too powerful, so you know he lost. But he still put up a great match at the end of the day because it was it was a good match though. I really liked the match. I know my boy Xavier didn't win, but it was a good match at the end of the day. But the man, like I don't know what's wrong with Vince. I know this is all Triple H, you know, booking and stuff, but Triple H. Do something about my boy Xavier, bruh. Like, this man is great on in the match. He is great cutting promos. He is great on the mic. Bruh shows up and shows out in the ring. Like, what more do you want from this dude, bruh? If you have to put this man in the money in the bank ladder match, then do it. If he needs if he needs to probably be in a gauntlet match to win the opportunity to come to to be in a you know match, let him do it. If this man has to qualify for the Elimination Chamber, let him do it. Just give this man a title already. Not the tag team title. This man has already proved himself to be in 
to, to be a glorious tag team champion. Bro's a 13-time tag team champion for crying out loud. 13 time. This is when the this is when the titles were pennies. When they were penny belts. If you remember that glorious year and a half tag team run as a heel tag team, the New Day as a heel tag team when they were hated in the WWE as the New Day. And honestly, I like their new gimmick when they became the New Day. That was a fire gimmick. And don't get me wrong. That, you know, the Dude Day is always going to be one of the best tag team factions of all times. And then right under that is going to be the Usos. We know that. The top two is the New Day and the Usos. We know this. He is one of the best factions, the best tag teams of all time. The, the New Day? Like, I know this already. But you not giving my boy a single shot? A singles title shot, either a mid-card title shot or a world title shot, is disrespectful. And I mean, it's hella disrespectful. Bruh has been in the WWE since, what, 2012? Maybe like 2013? And not giving this man something that he's deserved for a long time is long overdue. Like, I would definitely love to see... Austin Theory versus Xavier Woods for the U.S. Uh, United States Championship. That would be a fire match. I mean, we already seen, you know, the IC title on the line. You know, I know Xavier Woods came up short, but that was still a fire match. The Ring General Kunta versus one half of the former tag team champions of the New Day, Xavier Woods. That was a fire match. Like I said, he came up short, but it was a fire match. And shoot, imagine once Roman drops them titles to Cody. Cody versus Xavier for the WWE Championship or the Undisputed Universal Championship. Or, you know, Xavier Woods versus the winner of, you know, the new WWE Heavyweight Championship belt. Like, there's so much you can do. The dude has a story to tell. Bruh, the storyline is just off of alone. My brothers have had WWE World Heavyweight Championship gold, or they had world title gold. Why can't I get world title gold? And bam, there's your storyline right there. Him being the last one to not have world title gold. Honestly, that, bruh, that is a great storyline right there, and you just build them up from there. You can... Build them up from there. Because honestly, if you really want to make this, you know, very worthy. If you want, make make it a ladder match for the new World Heavyweight Championship belt. Make it a ladder match. Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, Xavier Woods, and you could maybe put in Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. And AJ Styles. A six-man ladder match for the new World Heavyweight Championship. You know how fire that match would be? And, I mean, you know how fire that match would be. Because, one, all of them are former world or former world champions, except for Xavier. Bobby's a two-time world heavyweight. Uh, is a, is a, sorry, Bobby is a two-time WWE champion. 
Drew is a two-time WWE champion. AJ Styles is a two-time WWE champion. Finn Balor is the first universal champion. Seth Rollins is a former universal and WWE champion. Twice. Like two for, you know, two for uh for the universal and maybe two or three for the WWE championship. Xavier would be the only one without world championship experience. He has tag team experience. He has King of the Ring experience. But not World Heavyweight Championship experience. He has never main evented a a pay-per-view before. But this is Xavier's time. This is Xavier's time. I am tired of seeing my boy Xavier Woods held back, bruh. This man is long overdue for a world title run. Long overdue, bro. People saying, bro, he doesn't deserve it. Like, this this is, you know, he not it. Anything like that. But, bro, he deserves it. Bro, you, you, you say Cody Rhodes need to finish his story? Nah. Xavier needs to finish his story, bro. Real talk. Like... There's people on people on the roster that don't like Woods, bro. I don't get it, bro. People say that, yo, I don't like Xavier Woods, bro. Why? Because he's the because you know he's part of the new new day, the one of the best tag teams in in the whole industry, bro. You got you got to think about WWE is all about entertainment. He's very good. And he's a very funny entertainer. One of, and plus he is one of the top people that can cut a great promo. Like, one of the top people that can cut a great promo. And on top of that, like I said, with his match with Gunther was so good, bro. He should have won the IC title, but he didn't at that time. He didn't win. He should have, but he should, but he didn't. Like, you got to you gotta give my boy Xavier Woods his prop. I love Xavier. I love what this man does day in and day out on either Raw or SmackDown. The dude, just give my boy... A world title shot, or a, or just a mid card title shot. That's all I'm asking WWE. Stop doing my boy Xavier dirty and give him what he deserves. But anyway, that's it for today's episode, y'all. Thank you for everybody to tune in and listen to me and vibe with me and chilling with me. And I fuck with each and one of y'all that tunes in and listens to my podcast and supports me along the way, bro. I've been doing this thing for like. For two plus years, man, and I'm never going to stop. This grind is never, ever going to stop. And I love each and every one of y'all that tune in and just listen to what I have to say and just vibe with me and just chilling with me. So this is your boy, Antoine TV2, the host of Organized Mess. You can follow your boy on all socials on Antoine TV2. You can follow the podcast on all socials, Organized Mess on YouTube, ODDM Official across all social medias. So I hope everybody have a blessed day or blessed night. Be breezy, y'all, and stay safe out there.